to the horse races. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, Thursday, July 29th, 2021 A.D. A.D. Anno Domini. Not Common Era. Common Era is secular, and the secularists hate Christians, and so they want to exclude Christ. Because A.D. is a reference to our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of all, despite what they, they don't want to admit it. I have something, some fun stories, or articles anyway, for you. I think they're fun. Hopefully you do too. But first, it is music time. Enjoy 40-hour increments is the name of this song by the band, the now defunct band. They've broken up. 238, all one word, T-W-O. 38. All one word. And uh, it's from the 2002 album, You Should Be Living. I hope you like it. I'll talk you through it. And um, we'll have the lyrics on the screen for the people watching on video. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? DJ Hate, DJ Ginger, what? Take it back. Save yourself or you'll be murdered in 40 hours. Increments are certain that the evidence will shock you. Quickly, they will fill your chair for getting of your sitting there. That's what they're saying. For those of you listening on the audio feed, you may not understand the lyrics, but that's his chorus. Meaning the bosses will replace you, even while you're right there. Especially if you don't get the vaccine. They're going to replace you. But they can't force you. Allegedly. Don't be afraid to pack your things and leave the comfort money brings and find your own. Searching in so many ways I do believe there is a place for us I wish all these bands didn't sound like the others, says Jay, (laughs) over there on YouTube. There's the cornfields. Band 
hanging out in the cornfields. Anyway, guys, thanks for bearing with me. Let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. I am fine. Happy White History Month. It is among the last two days of White History Month. Well, tomorrow and then the following day. So it's two and a half days, right? We're almost close to three days, right? 29th, 30th, 31st. Wow. Wow. Kingdom Within says, proud of Hank for playing something tolerable today. All right. I get the Weezer now. I like this white music, says Mr. Universe. Nice. Mr. Universe likes this white music. That is why I picked 238. I was going to play something just straight noise, or they call it ambient. I don't like that term, but I was going to play, like, Holly Drift for you, but I didn't... Holly Drift being another another artist. I call him an artist. Some of you may not call it art. They know some chords. Sounds great. I think I'm a fan, says Caleb. Nice. His voice grosses me out. (laughs) Wow. Yes, white replacement. Oh, the world gonna suffer, says ABCZ, the good doctor. Yeah, that's true. White replacement. And they are doing it, they're happy about it, and they're claiming, that's a white supremacist conspiracy theory. (laughs) How supreme do you think that the whites think that they are if they think that they're getting replaced? Ridiculous. Germany looking to ban pornography websites, says Matt the American. I don't I hadn't heard that. He said, remember the last time they tried that? And he's laughing. <laughs> I don't get that. Matt, what, what you mean? What happened the last time? I don't know my history. But yes, indeed. Um, it's, it's a major attack on white people, especially white Americans, true Americans, and people who, you know, true uh, South Africans as well. I will be reading your Super Chats, guys. Thank you for the birthday wishes. It is my birthday. What, 11, 12 days strong? (laughs) The 12 days of Hake's birthday? (laughs) That feels almost, uh, that feels almost sacrilegious. Because there's 12 days of Christmas. And my birthday is not Christmas, I'll tell you that. Christmas in July? I'll take it. Um, but I will read your super chats. They are pushing globalist voting in America. And it is this woman who's maybe white, anti-white, or Armenians, white. Sometimes they are. (laughs) She's Persian, Persian, which is Iranian, right? And also Russian descent. Hmm, those evil Russians, they are evil after all. I got this from Revolver News, revolver.news. New York Slime's opinion piece. And the headline is, There is no good reason that you should have to be a citizen to vote. Well, she doesn't know what good is. It's written by a woman. One Atosa, and I couldn't tell it was a woman by the name. 
Atossa Araxia Abrahamiam, Abrahamian. And that I-A-N tells you this. Indeed, she is Armenian, part Armenian anyway. And Armenians are supposed to be Christian, but this woman is no Christian. Maybe she thinks she is? I didn't hear. But she's definitely not a Christian. Abrahamian was born in Canada and grew up in Switzerland. Her parents, who are Iranians of Armenian and Russian descent, worked for the evil United Nations. According to Wikipedia, trustworthy source. She holds Swiss, Canadian, and Iranian citizenship. Talk about a greedy woman. Speaks English, French, and Russian. And she wants U.S. citizenship, too, or at least the ability to vote. Because she's lived ever since supposedly 2004 in New York. A true globalist. A cosmopolitan. A citizen of the world. (laughs) Cringy. This essay, according to the New York Slimes, the failing New York Slimes, I would add, is part of this series, a series exploring bold ideas to revitalize and renew the American experiment. And you know that liberals always call it an experiment. And some phony, phony, uh, patriot, phony patriotic rhinos call it an experiment. Every now and then you may hear somebody, I can't think of a sensible person who called it an experiment. Maybe there has been one. But anyway, black liberal probably not an American, Ezekiel Kweku is the New York Slimes' opinion politics editor, by the way, just a side note. So he was in charge of making sure that this thing got out there. To you guys, the article reads, and it's a pretty interesting article because it has references to white history that hopefully I can clarify, or at least bring a... (laughs) This woman does not have good sense or good judgment. So she cites some facts... And I can hopefully uh, provide some clarity on them. Anyway, she says nearly 15 million people living legally in the United States. Wow. Who are not citizens. Most of whom contribute as much as any natural born American in this country's civic, cultural, and economic life. Which is a braggadocious thing for her to say. Presumptuous don't have a say in matters of politics and policy because we, resident foreign nationals, or aliens as we are sometimes called, cannot vote. And that's a good thing. Honestly, we should deport them. (laughs) Because I bet you many of them are voting. Because, for example, in California, illegals can get a driver's license, and when you get a driver's license, in many cases, it seems like you're automatically registered to vote. So it makes me ask the question, are people voting illegally who are illegally here? I don't know. But I assume so, and I think I'm right. Considering the Supreme... And this is her writing, and this tells you where she's coming from. Considering the Supreme Court's recent decision undermining voting rights, and she shares this far-left The Atlantic article, which you may have seen spotted when Skateboard White Chris showed the uh, little... um, in the intro, show the little slideshow of some of the screenshots of articles and things. Undermining voting rights. And what does this article say? Because I have it. It says the court's voting rights, and the Atlantic, I will remind you, is a far-left enemies of America 
outlet, The Atlantic, they employed for many years, and I don't know, maybe to this day, Tanahasi Coates, an anti-white, a black guy, son of a Black Panther, who advocated for the taking down of the Confederate flag in South Carolina or North to Carolina. This day. To this day, he probably is being propped up by so-called white liberals. <laughs> Not normal whites. And it's by Guy Uriel E. Charles and Luis E. Fuentes hyphen Roher. Roher. And it says the conservative majority, which is fake news, we don't have a conservative majority in the Supreme Court. They're all liberals, except for Justice Thomas and Antonin Scalia. No, Scalia is already dead. We don't even have him anymore. We only have Justice Thomas. And maybe that other guy. There's another guy. The conservative majority's opinion has declared that voter fraud, not racial discrimination, is a threat to the American system of representation. Yeah, duh, you think? Anyway, so she's pretending that that's an assault on voting rights, right? Undermining voting rights and Republicans' efforts to suppress, redistrict, and manipulate their way to electoral security, except for shutting down the borders and deporting the illegals and the non-citizens. It's time for Democrats to radically expand the electorate. And also, they're not willing to tell the truth. (laughs) If you started telling the truth, it would be so powerful. That's what Trump did, and it was powerful. That's what energized so many people. Uh, Proposing federal legislation to give millions of young people and essential workers a clear road to citizenship is a good start, what the Democrats want to do. But it's another another measure that lawmakers should put in place, lifting voting restrictions on legal residents who aren't citizens. People with green cards, people here with work visas, those who arrived in the country as children, meaning illegals, and are still waiting for permanent papers, meaning illegals. That's DACA stuff. Dreamers, so-called dreamers. This woman. Talk about an illogical woman, right? Expanding the franchise of voting in this way would give American democracy new life. She's not about life, she's about death. She supports Democrats. Democrats are the party of death. Abortion, black-on-black crime, black-on-white crime, defunding the police, all that madness. Death. Uh, shutting Shutting down businesses in the name of protecting people. Death. They're for death, not for life. So, and it's not American democracy. It's not a democracy. Restore immigrants' trust in government as if that's an issue. We need Americans' trust in government, not immigrants' trust in government. (laughs) And send a powerful message of inclusion to the rest of the world. Man, we have slipped into full-blown communism, right? Globalist socialism is what I mean by that. The world is evil. The world is evil. Braggadocious is silly-sounding, archaic terminology for the win. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. Arrogant. This is an arrogant woman. She said, she goes on. It's easy to assume the redistricting of the franchise... I know, the lines are full, guys. I will get to you. It's easy to assume that redistricting the franchise to citizens is an age-old non-negotiable fact, but it's actually a relatively recent convention and a political choice, she says. Well, that's... Do you follow what she's saying? She's saying... Only citizens voting is only a recent phenomenon. 
You know why? Because we didn't have mass invasion. Thanks to, like, you, like many of you guys already know, the 1965 Immigration Act. That's when they created Koreatown, <laughs> transformed part of, uh, transformed America, right? Oh, the demographics aren't going to change. Some of them lied. Oh, yeah, they changed for the worse. And anti- we've been, become a, ma- a nation of anti-Americans. So bad that we have illegals just brazenly, shamelessly coming up with organizations like Define American because they're trying to blur what it means to be American. In Rome, I've said this before, in Rome, I heard that before the fall of Rome, they lost track of what it meant to be Roman. And then it collapsed. Right? Of course, they also had degeneracy, homosexuality out of control, uh, a focus on entertainment and self-indulgence. Was bread and circuses part of the Roman thing? Bread and circuses keeping the people just happy enough and brainwashed and spoiled to be happy slaves? I don't know. But she goes on, earlier in the United States history, voting was a function not of national citizenship, because that wasn't the main issue, because it wasn't, it wasn't overrun with people who are grubbers, money-grubbing people <laughs> like her, but of gender, race, and class. That's right. White male landowners, she says, of all nationalities, as if there were that many. <laughs> were encouraged to play an active role in shaping American democracy. It wasn't democracy. While women and poor, indigenous, and enslaved people could not. That's just common sense. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. That wholesale discrimination, which is a good thing, is unquestionably worse. See, this woman does not have good sense on what judgment of good and evil. That is a good thing. That was a good thing. Worse than excluding resident foreigners from the polls, as if that's a bad thing. (laughs) But the point is that history shows how readily voting laws can be altered. Isn't she giving us a nice lesson in white history? Whites are going to be history if we follow this woman's ideas. Restrictive, restrictive voting laws can, tend not to age well, she said. That's because a female mindset of loosey-goosey on the laws ha- has been the norm lately. Another misconception is citizens' voting rights have always been a prerogative of the federal government. In fact, states largely decided who had a say in local, state, and national elections. Arkansas was the last state to eliminate non-citizen voting in 1926. Wow, Arkansas, they had problems with non-citizens voting. So in 1926, they had to make a law. Some of these are such common sense, they don't have to make a law about it. But now they have to make a law. 1996, Congress doubled down with the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act, which made voting in federal elections while foreign, already not permitted because of state-level rules, a criminal and deportable offense. That just tells you that it's become more of a problem. But she's pretending that that it was just, oh, it's just, uh, just so, this is so, what is that word? Capricious or something. Capricious is not the word that I meant to, meant to think of. But she's pretending that it's arbitrary. Arbitrary. The strongest case she has for non-citizen voting today is representation. The more voters show up to the polls, the more accurately 
elections reflect people's desires. That's not a good thing. You want wise men leading, right? It's just common sense. Just common sense, not the willy-nilly desires of the mob, right? Mob rule is what she wants. Globalist mob rule. United States already has plenty of institutions that account for non-citizens. The census aims to reach all residents because it believes everyone, even aliens, matters. Corporations enjoy free speech and legal personhood, and they're not even people, she says. She's jealous. (laughs) Would it be such a stretch to give non-citizen residents a say in who gets elected from their state legislature, Congress, or White House? This is female thinking. This, A, Mr. Uh, Merle from Michigan. This is the same type of thinking that um, people jump to conclusions after they read stuff in the Bible that, that... They say, therefore, Jesus is God, even when Jesus plainly says that he doesn't do anything except from God, except by listening to his Father, who is God. The same type of female thinking. Hope that helps, Merle, maybe, if you're listening. What else? 2020. Oh, listen to this. Allowing non-citizens to vote in... uh, Federal, state, and municipal elections would help revitalize American democracy. There's that word again. Like, she cares about life. This is a liberal woman. She hates Republicans. She's already established that and smears them as restricting based on race. Give me a break. 2020 was considered a high turnout election. And you know, part of the reason why it was high turnout was because they let every idiot vote. And you had... Chance the Rapper owns or bought SoundCloud, I heard, and turned it all political, a liberal, evil. And I remember going on SoundCloud because I upload Sunday service um, podcasts, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson and archive Sunday service episodes or recordings, audio recordings onto SoundCloud to distribute to all the audio podcasts, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson audio podcasts. That's my other job in addition to being a talk show host. <laughs> I will get to you guys. Hang tight, hang tight. And I noticed when I went on SoundCloud, oh, make sure you vote, make sure you sign up, and then it has links to these, this so-called nonprofit, and it's L-G-B-T-P-O-C-S-T-D mess. Sick. Same thing with Facebook, Google, Twitter. They were pushing for every idiot to vote. And they made it so easy. They mailed people ballots when they didn't even request ballots. And they made it so you don't have one single place to go to. You can go to any old place to vote here in in California. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Uh, What else? Corporations enjoy free speech, blah, blah, blah. Oh, she compared it. Only about 65% of eligible voters cast ballots as if that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? That's what she said about Americans. Compare that to Germany, she says, as if Germany's doing so well with Angela Merkel and the rape fugees and people unhappy. 76% voted in the last election in like 2017 in Germany. That's not a good thing. They put a woman in charge, 
and a liberal woman at that. It's not like they put in the great Margaret Thatcher, if any woman is great, right? Is Margaret Thatcher great? Or am I just brainwashed by the pro-Reagan propaganda? (laughs) I think Reagan was probably great, and now he's being manipulated and used. I mean, his, his name is being dragged through the mud by the rhinos, is my guess, is my guess. Anyway, they said, it's just, she said, it's just good civics. Allowing people to vote gives them even more of a sense of investment in their towns, cities, communities, and countries. How about have babies, woman? Well, she shouldn't. (laughs) But get married and have babies, have families. That's what people are not doing. And that's why they have a lack of a sense of investment and believing in God. That gives you a, a sense of purpose, right? Potentially, anyway. Not this voting thing. See, these women just believe in politics. They don't believe in God or real life. This woman is 35 years old. Getting older, and I don't know if she had... I think she might... I forget whether she's married or not. But she's pretending that voting gives you more of a sense of investment in your towns. These women shouldn't even be doing that. Self-important, they're worrying their lives away, and it's not a good thing. Detachment that comes with not being able to vote in the place where you live. Concerns about mixed loyalties are misplaced. U.S. She's, listen to this. The U.S. not only allows dual citizenship. Dual citizenship. Dual citizenship, but also allows dual citizens to vote. To vote. To vote. From abroad. (laughs) So then she said, is there any reason? So one wrong justifies another in her mind. Is there any reason to think... Foreigners should be less represented? What a sick woman. A sick-minded woman. It goes on and on and on and on. Let's see, is there anything else that I had to show to you guys? Oh, she's all complaining, because it took me 15 years and over $10,000 in legal fees, not to mention the cost of college, to obtain permanent residency. (laughs) Ridiculous. Complain, complain, complain. She said, it shouldn't be this onerous to emigrate to the United States. Yes, it should. We should close it. We should close the borders. We're full. We will have more than earned it, the opportunity to vote. Talk about spoiled. And by the way, local communities are letting illegals vote. Since 1992, according to her, Tacoma Park, Maryland, has allowed all residents to vote, regardless of citizenship. Nine additional Maryland towns, as well as districts in Vermont and Massachusetts. Those are pretty corrupt areas, I do think. It's kind of shocking, but think about it. That communist guy, uh, Bernie Sanders, the simp who stood by and let two black females of Black Lives Matter women push him off stage, and they took over his mic And they shouted their mess, and that's when I knew, back in 2016 or 2015, that Bernie Sanders was not going to be the nominee to go up against Trump because he's weak, pathetic, a kiss-up, and a coward. So that's, and he's from Vermont. He's the so-called senator from Vermont. And he is not an honest man. He's a phony politician. So Vermont, I have to believe uh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts had Mitt Romney as their governor, and they were the first state in the country to so-called legalize same-sex marriage. So 
all this New England stuff, is that New England, I think, right? They are dumb liberals. They voted to re-enfranchise non-citizens, meaning let, let illegals vote. By the way, other corrupt cities, cities of Chicago, Washington, which I think is Washington, D.C., and Portland, three of the most corrupt, if not the three most corrupt cities in America that I can think of, are also considering the idea, right? <laughs> A bill that would give the other most corrupt city, New York City's unauthor- oh, authorized immigrants voting rights as a new supermajority in the city council. Crazy, huh? Isn't that wild? Is that, is that not wild? Her hometown is in Switzerland, she says. And she's started mailing ballots because she's met, is so frustrated that she can't vote in New York where she's lived since 2004. Get out then. What a mess, huh? So, she's being propped up because she's a woman. I have more to share with you guys. That's about that for this Atosa Araxia Abrahamian. Forget, come get your Armenian Armenians. I know some of you guys may listen to my show, Armenians. I love the Armenians. If I love anybody, <laughs> besides the boomers. Hake has never taken calls because he is scared. <laughs> yeah, I will. Man. Uh, yeah, that's an Armenian last name, Abrahamian. And Armenians are supposed to be Christians. This woman is definitely not. She's an author of The Cosmopolites, The Coming of Global Citizen. And she's a sick person. A sick person. Propped up by the New York Slimes. Terrible, huh? Let me talk with a less messy woman. Stephanie of New York City. Wow. Stephanie, how are you doing? Stephanie, are you there? Hey, hey, sorry. Hey. <laughs> hey, yeah, so um, Dan from Brooklyn called you a few times, um, and we're kind of seeing each other. But he got arrested yesterday for the F- by the FBI for being in the Capitol. Wow. Was he actually? Yeah. Well, I don't want to say anything on air. I was going to ask you if he was actually in the Capitol or if he was just uh, whatever. Wow. No, um, so he, it's, uh, all, it's all over the news. If you want to look it up, his uh, last name is Christman. And <laughs> Doxing her was, boyfriend. <laughs> he, he ran <laughs> she for office. Care. What? What did you say? I said you're doxing your boyfriend and you don't care. Well, he's, it, he's in the New York Times and everything. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. He you, always, you always come with bringing the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing dating? You, what are you doing dating a man when you already have small children? No, I'm not really dating him. Um, he was trying to date me, but he's also involved with this uh, performance artist in New York City called Crackhead Barney, and he's in a fallen state. So, like, I, he would hang out with me and stuff, and we would talk, but ultimately he's getting you-know-what from her, and I'm not giving that, so oh, it's kind of pointless. What a mess. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you didn't have to tell me that part. Don't tell yeah, me his business. <laughs> he did call you. He called you and said that we were we had a thing going. So I was mad oh, at him for doing that. You know what? I didn't yeah. even believe him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't believe him. So yeah, you don't have you didn't have to call in and correct the record. I didn't believe uh, well, him. 
<laughs> I just feel but bad anyway. now because she got swept up by the feds yesterday. Well, and, um, yeah. if you talk to him, which I don't really recommend because you should keep your distance. <laughs> don't be yeah. getting involved with men right now. Um, yeah. But if you do talk to him, if you happen to talk to him, or if he hears this show, keep your chin up, King. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, just... Uh, I guess you kind of brought it on yourself, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he, there's pictures of him in the Capitol, so he... he I mean, I, do I don't anything. believe that he did anything wrong. Most of these people are completely innocent. Yeah. But um, it is advisable when you see commotion, don't go towards the commotion. Right. right. Especially I in these times. I didn't go to D.C. that day. Yeah, I, I knew better that day than to go. Nice. I went in December and November, and it was a fun, like, peaceful event. But I knew when Trump said it's going to be wild that something was going to happen, you know? Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, thank you for the update. I appreciate it. Hope you're doing well. Happy White History Month to you. Happy White History Month. And happy birthday. My birthday was Monday, so we're, like, my neighbor. Happy birthday to you, too. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Take care, James. (laughs) All right. You, too. Bye. Bye. Stephanie, the bagel queen. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for the um, DM, Cubby Bear. I'll, I shall look out for that. I'm not sure which DMs. But uh, I have about four different DMs to check. If you don't include the Facebook ones, which I never check. Man, it's so terrible. Let me get to Jeremiah in Louisiana. I meant to get to Jeremiah yesterday. Jeremiah, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Hey, nice uh, to hear from you. Uh, I wanted to tell you about uh, how, what was your call with Doula yesterday? Doula, yeah. Doula yeah. from Detroit, Michigan. The black Hebrew Israelite. About, what's black Hebrew Israelite? Anyway, uh, he said something about you was lying about the uh, silent prayer at the end of the Bible, and you did lie. Why would you lie about that? But you don't think we take that serious? But you call other people liars, huh? Over some over over miscellaneous stuff. Keep your you call other people liars. Stay close. To, stay close to your phone, buddy. I am close to my phone. And keep I'm it right cool. Keep it cool. Don't get too I'm agitated. Cool. Don't get too agitated. I'm not. All right, good. But you lied. No, I didn't. So the silent prayer is in the Bible. Yeah. If you have you ever listened to the silent prayer? No, I haven't. Oh, then you don't but even know. A lot of stuff. You don't even know that it's not I, I that it's in the Bible. I listen to a lot of stuff Jesse says, and it's not in the Bible. A lot of stuff oh, he yes, says it is. is not in the Bible. No, it's not. He, it, he has his own way first, of interpreting but what's in the Bible, but it's not this, in the Bible. Let's reiterate this point. You did not even listen to the silent prayer, and you assume, you assume that it's not in the Bible, but there are all of the points that he, sa- he states can is be found in the Bible. prayer in the Bible is what I said. That prayer is not in the Bible. No, 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 you said the silent prayer is not in the Bible. It's not. You you haven't even listened to the silent prayer. You just said he says stuff that's in the Bible. Yes. That is not in the Bible. Yes, it is. That doesn't mean that the silent prayer is You have not listened to it, so you don't even know what's in it. You just told me it's not. You just told me he says stuff that's in the Bible, but it's not in the What are you talking about? Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. The Bible says, take every thought captive for the obedience of Christ. That's what JLP says in the silent prayer. Here's another example. Be still 
and know that I am God. That's in the Bible. That's what Jesse Lee Peterson says in the silent prayer. So you just gave so me all two those, things that he uh, says that's in the Bible with, and the whole prayer. Pray without Bible. ceasing. Okay. Pray without ceasing. That's in the Bible. That's in the silent prayer. That's part of what the silent prayer is about. Praying without ceasing. That's part of. That's not the that's not the You just claim that it's not you in the Bible. And you have no idea. Okay. So okay. you just lie. You lie. You're the liar. The silent prayer, the prayer, the prayer itself is not in the Bible. Are you going to admit that you are a liar? Anyways, on to the next thing. No, 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 you guys know when JLP says anger is evil? Everybody, every Bible thumper person says, Be angry and sin not. It's a command to be angry. <laughs> and they ignore that four verses later it says, Get rid of all anger. <laughs> or three verses. I don't even know. Uh, but that's in like Ephesians 4 or something like that. Well, this be angry and sin not has a parallel verse way over in the Psalms. It says, um, tremble and sin not, or be in awe and sin not. And then it says, lie still on your bed, be still, and meditate. It says stuff like that. Quite commonly, be still, be quiet. And by the way, it also says, JLP says, get up early in the morning, and pray. Jesus got up very early in the morning while it was still dark and went off alone to pray. Isn't that interesting? He says, listen, wait on the Lord. Very interesting, huh? Very interesting. Anyway, he, ad- he admitted that he never read it. He never listened to the silent prayer. But he's saying... That it's, uh, he's saying that it's what? That it's a lie that it's in the Bible. <laughs> okay, Bear, Jeremiah, you're back on. You're back on it. All right. The so Bible also says it's a time to love and a time to hate. But anyways, that prayer is not in the Bible. Next thing. What's the time to hate? Spiritually, if you, if you are from the Spirit, if you are It is in the in Bible. The spirit, and what's know, the time to hate? You know that this is spiritually. He won't answer. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to have a, a conversation. He just wants to steamroll with his points. Typical. Greedy black. Jeremiah, we have a conversation. You make a point, I respond to your point, and you respond to my response or my question. When is the time to hate? When is the time to hate, Jeremiah? Right, right now, the time to love is my people, my nation, not yours. We've tried that. Over 400 years, it's not gotten us anywhere. You're blind. That's what, that's what that means. You worship perfect the balance. flesh, just like There's Dula, don't you? Balance. I don't worship the flesh. I'm, yeah, you I'm do. in the spirit. No, you don't, you know you don't even know the spirit. You, you have the spirit of evil spirit, in you. What, what, what did Christ say in John 6? You have the six, spirit of evil in you. You're just said, like Dula. He said the, 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 the spirit quickness, the flesh profiteth nothing. For the and yet I you think your people are of the flesh. So you have to know what he's saying is well, it not true? In the spirit. You can't. You can't. You can't just go off of what what somebody told Jeremiah. you. You got to actually read what he what he did and what he said. Jeremiah, that's your problem. Y'all just interpret the Bible. Y'all Jeremiah. don't know what it says. Jeremiah, 
are you, when you say your people, are you talking about the black people of the flesh? The f- people of the flesh? I'm talking about Israel, Israelite, anybody, anybody that's in my nation. That's what I'm talking about. The, f- the fleshly nation. Spiritually, more than likely, because even the even fleshly nation, though. Don't even, you said even, more than likely, even, spiritually, even, too? Even people, in my, even people in my own kind don't, they will kill me to defend you. So you're you know saying that? the fleshly nation like that Lord agrees Grimm, with you. Like, people like Lord Grimm. People like Lord Grimm. Lord people Grimm like is Lord deep. Grimm, people like the other people that you, that you call. You think Lord Grimm yourself, would... You they, think would Lord kill, Gr- they would kill somebody like me to protect you. That's your imagination. So it's not all about flesh. No. It's, it's, not, a, it's Lord not all Grimm, about flesh. Lord Grimm has given no indication that he has any hatred in his heart. You've given nothing but hatred out of your heart. I said he is one of the... T- he's that type. He's no, no, type. you are that type. You are that type. Because he's weak. He's weak, so he's, you he's are the too. one who is weak. I, there's nothing. I said him. You are the, the one who is that will hateful. Kill me to protect you. You are the murderer. Jesus himself no, the said. KKK murders. Jesus the himself KKK said. Murders. And y'all said KKK is and y'all irrelevant, said that's, buddy. That's make believe. Like, Jesus so himself if said. Is, race... Put him on hold again. <laughs> Did Jesus not say, "Do not be angry"? If you are angry at your brother. You are, uh, you have committed murder in your heart. And this one, you can hear it in his evil spirit that he is angry. He's the one committing murder, but he's falsely accusing Lord Grimm of he's the type of person. Lord Grimm is a man who called into my show yesterday after, after Dula had called over the recent days and said, Oh, God is melanin. <laughs> Meaning blackness, black skin, right? And Dula's like, I mean, uh, Lord Grimm says, Dula, you worship the flesh. Just like this guy worships the flesh. Except only the flesh that agrees with him. Lord Grimm he hates. But he thinks that Lord Grimm would kill him. But he's the one who has a murderous spirit against his own brother. Jeremiah, you're a mess. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, touch, I wouldn't touch Lord Grimm because at the end of the day, he's my brother. But... He would kill me to protect you. You have no idea what you're talking about. That would I just debunked that lie. I've seen, I've seen plenty of him. I I've just debunked your lie. You don't I've see. You are blind. Of in my life. Plenty of you them. are blind, plenty. Jeremiah. Why do you I've even listen to this show? When did I? I, Why? I get off work. I get off work at 11 o'clock. Why so do you even listen to this show? I listen when show? I get off work. I listen to a few. I didn't say when. Why? It's really entertaining. Okay, nice. The truth, the truth is very entertaining. And I like throwing you off. The truth is very entertaining. No, the lies be entertaining. That's what it is. The lies and you like throwing me off. You like, hurt. you like trying to the get under people's and skin. And nobody wants to hear the truth. That's why, that's why you always deflect and try to talk over people when they're making a point. You're the one deflecting and trying to talk over people when I'm trying to make a point. I'm going, to the, I'm going from one point to the next. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, exactly, because you don't want to respond to my questions honestly. What question? You, you couldn't even tell me when the time to hate is. I did tell you. No, you didn't. Just right now is the time. Right now is the time to love my people and the time to hate you, Edomites. See? A hateful person. Yeah. You want to talk to Lord Grimm? I mean, he has a response for you. Hate, hate is disfavored. Do you want to talk is, to Lord Grimm? He has a response for you. Not in your face. I'll ask him again. Do you want to talk to Lord Grimm? He has a response for you. yes. Go ahead. No, you didn't. You kept on talking, you, talk, you, you kept, yes, I put you on mute. 
because you kept on talking about hate. Well, you should have been able to hear me on mute. Uh, ahead, no, if I put you on mute, I cannot hear All right, you. All right, put him on the phone, Hank. Go ahead, put him on the phone. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. I'm the <laughs> boss of this show. Do it. I'm so the boss do it. of this show. Well, do Be it. Be quiet. Do it. Be quiet. I, I don't, I don't, Be I, quiet. I'm not silent for no Edomite. Be quiet. You are Edomite. All right, bye. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to put him on with Lord Grimm, but let me get to Lord Grimm. How are you doing, Lord Grimm? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you saved them, hate. You saved them. <laughs> I was, you know, I was just going to sit back and just like let you, you know, do your thing because it seemed like you got it under control. Uh-huh. But when he, but when he had to, you know, throw my name in it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, they want to summon me. All right, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, he, now, what do you think about the fact that he accused you of being the type of person who would kill him to protect white people? You know, in Jeremiah's uh, in Jeremiah's delusional mind, uh, maybe maybe that's the type of uh, the hate that he has inside of him. That's what that's what led him to, uh, to to try to believe into that. Yeah. But but in my mind, why would I come on with common sense? Why would I? First of all, I'm not like a killer or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, if I if I have to protect myself, uh, you know, in a justly man in a justly manner, then that's what I'm gonna have to do. But I'm not like out here just itching to kill anybody, you know what I'm saying? So for him to even say that, just that alone tells me he got hate in him, for him to jump to that conclusion. Yeah. Um, however, if I do see that someone is wrong and they're trying to, you know, pretty much uh, well on my man hate, um, yeah, I will jump in and I will, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, say that they're wrong, let them know that they're wrong, and, and, and that's just what it is. If he has a problem with that, that's on him. Yeah. But try, but trying to say, oh, you know, he's the type that'll kill me over you. I mean, come on now. This is the type of thinking these these, these blacks have, man. These blacks got, they got some issues, man, because, yeah. you know, the the fact that they, that they think that way and that kind of way, it's just like, it tells you a lot about them. You know what I'm saying? And then um, he keeps talking about Edomite and all that stuff. <laughs> Listen, man, while you Bible thumping, and the same thing goes for Dula, while y'all over there Bible thumping trying to find verses to support y'all racism, you know, which I don't really believe in, but if anybody's racist, it's y'all. Right. If y'all want to, if y'all want to go through the Bible and find all these quotes and stuff to support, try to support y'all, y'all hatred. How about y'all <clears throat> equally look at the whole bigger picture of the Bible, which uh, in many verses it talks about. And I'm not a Bible dumper at all. Yeah. But in, in, in many verses it talks about how God came for the whole world. I mean, in so many verses. Yep. Um. And then there's this other uh, channel I look at on YouTube called uh, Christ Forgiveness. Um, I look at that occasionally. Uh, he defeated, he went against some some uh, uh, so-called Israelites and stuff, and he put them down and and with with the truth, with the you know with the word of God, he put them down. Yeah. And they they didn't have a comeback for him. You know what I'm saying? Because because the thing about it is the uh, Israelites they try to uh, uh, pick and choose what they want to really. Um, uh, quote, you know what I'm saying? Yep. If it's not really, if it's not really supporting their hatred and, and, and stuff towards white people, then they're not really going to um, focus on it too much. They're only going to bring you these scriptures and stuff that they believe. And nine times out of ten, the scripture is not really what they think it is. Yep, but very true. But they'll, but they'll try to twist it in a way to make it seem like you know. See, look here, God hates y'all. See, God hates y'all. He, he, he made all of us, right? But he hates y'all, so you know we better than y'all. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> It's so female. It's like a it's like a woman uh, being on the team of Christianity, and yeah. then so she starts being all, all sassy and arrogant and evil, 
toward yeah. the toward the people that aren't who don't seem like they're on her team, and exactly. so they just become know-it-alls and arrogant and out. They're just it's all hate. It's all hate and, and pride, false pride. Yeah, and then um, you know, I, I, I on Psalms, I think was Psalms forty-eight. Uh, 10, I think, yeah. one of those, but um, it talks about, you know, be still and know that I am God. Okay, so he's telling you to be still and know that he's God. And then there's some other scriptures, Um, I think Romans, uh, I'm not sure, Rome, one of them Romans verses, I had put it in a chat, but he uh, talk, pretty much said that, you know, let the spirit move on your behalf. Um, right. And, the, and pretty much the spirit will do all the talking for you. That's you true. Utter, you, you, you can't utter the words uh, that the spirit would, would, would you know, uh, say off of your behalf. You that's right. You can't, yeah, it's, that's yeah it Bible, says, we, you know it says we don't know what to pray for, but the exactly. spirit prays on our behalf. Exactly. It's so, all there. You know, and, and then when he when he said that it wasn't in the Bible at all, right, and then and then he was like, well, then he went from saying it's not in the Bible at all to saying, well, well some of it is, but no, I mean, come on now. You know? <laughs> He's pretty <laughs> I mean, weak. Just, 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 just admit that you're an angry uh, person, uh, my main man, uh, yeah. because you called in, riled up, and everything. Hagar already knew you were riled up. That's why he had to say, you know, calm down, chill out, because you're already ready to argue like your mama. You're already, you're already ready to be a woman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, like chill, man. Come on now. <laughs> right. But yeah, you know, I just, I, like I said, I, did, I don't want to make a habit of calling too much. I know people, you know, like my points and everything. But, um, you know, I want to give everybody else a chance to talk and call and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But when, right he, on. when he had when he had said my name, I had to call up, man. I'm <laughs> like, come on. I understand. But, yeah. But anyway, uh, Jeremiah, I pray for you, man. You know, I wish you well. You know what I'm saying? I don't hate you. You know what I mean? What, regardless of the, the anger you have and what's feeding your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I don't hate you, man. But I do wish you well. You know what I mean? Um, I, you know, you guys are flesh heads. You know, you you another flesh head. That's that's just what it is. Yeah. But it's all but it's all good. You know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. And in people's <laughs> blindness, they want to feel special, and they want to feel like they're something. They they take on this false identity. And the, like, so, like, for some, it's LGBTQ. For some, it's Black Hebrew Israelite. So. Yeah, like, like, hey, you're you're a part of the Edomites, oh, right? <laughs> you know, God, God doesn't like you, man. Yep. you should feel ashamed to be alive. I mean, what kind of what kind of message is that? Yeah, <laughs> very true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> evil, man, evil. All right, Hague, man, have a good one and stay, you know, stay up, man. Don't let these betas get to you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, Lord Grim. You, you you're doing real good, and stay up, Chris. You're doing good too. Nice, right on. Right. Thumbs up. All right, thank you. <laughs> Take All care. Right. That was Lord Grimm from Washington, D.C., one of the cities that is considering franchising non-citizens. Let them vote. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. One line open, guys. A lot of you guys have been on hold forever. Um, In the coming hour, I'll talk about this climate scare story. Scare story that the Greenpeace co-founder, a Greenpeace co-founder, you ever heard of Greenpeace? Radicals, environmentalists. Patrick Moore, who was 24 when he co-founded Greenpeace in the, in the 70s. I'll talk a little bit about that. They're pushing this net zero emissions stuff right now, and he's not falling for it. He was part of the Save the Whales thing. <laughs> Remember Save the Whales? Oh my gosh. 
Doesn't he look like a, a sensible man today? And he might be. He might be. Um, and of course, your calls. Let me quickly get to John in Kentucky. Real fast. John, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Doing well. Thank you. Are you ready for me? Are you an Israelite, too? Are you a black Hebrew Israelite or no? Oh, I am, yeah. I am. Man. Lord, How come you Lord guys Green are so too. attracted to my show and to the Jesse Lee Peterson show? I think opposite attract, hey. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Maybe so. But no, uh, did you see my, did Nick put down what I wanted to talk about real quick? That racism is real and America is built on it? Yeah. And is there something, is there anything wrong with racism? The kind, the the white uh, the white supremacy kind, yeah. But the black Hebrew Israelite supremacy kind is is nothing wrong with that. No, that's beneficial, man. That's bringing the people together. Who, who is it beneficial down. to? Is it beneficial to white Americans? It actually is, yeah. Oh, it is because because it pull the gangsters and thugs together and get them from you know selling drugs, doing drugs, doing all this bad violence. You know, there's. Them together, get them what do you What do you think of the Nation of Islam? They do the same thing. Yeah, but they don't have the complete truth. But man, you get me off track. I know we okay. don't got that much time. You're about to go to a break or whatever. We got six minutes. Go ahead. Um, the uh, Declaration of Independence. You know, states all men are created equal. It, do you believe that? The paper was written though. No. Well, I believe it, but you guys don't because we were. So you think I'm your equal? Time. Oh, uh, no, I don't. See, then you don't <laughs> believe don't. it. What the heck? <laughs> Talking out of both hey. sides of your mouth. Hey, but, you know, y'all had us in, sl- in slavery when y'all wrote that thing. Yes, so, we did. Know, I, I guess but, we will, but yet, we, talk, we treated you as mouth. equals. No, you did not. Yeah, we did. We gave you guys you Christianity. Didn't have, you didn't have your grandmother. Christianity is what destroyed us, but you didn't no. have your grandmother on the planet. Christianity did not destroy you. Christianity is what destroyed us. We treated you well. Our, our we fed you. Gave you housing. Oh, my God. You act like we couldn't do that for ourselves. I don't know if you could or couldn't, but we did it for you. Oh, uh, you're an idiot for that. Are you? Are you? And then, I'm and what? then the Constitution, and then the Constitution, uh, you know, you had us in there as three, still have us as three-fifths of human. That's not so what that, that means. Is, it doesn't mean three-fifths that human. Is, that's a mischaracterization of, of what it that's was. The way you, that's the way you guys look that's at us. That's not three-fifths human. human. No, it's not. No, you don't know us. You don't know what, how we see you. Yeah, that's... Yes, I do. You don't even know yourself. I hear you every day. You do I not know. You, you don't even. Day. You do not even know yourself. The free. The three fifths. You do not. I know fifths, myself. No, you don't. The three fifths. Cl- told you yesterday who you were. He had you all quiet like a church mouse. The three fifths compromise, John, had nothing to do with your humanity, but about representation. Do you wish that the South had more power? That's called dehum- dehumanization. You don't have no idea what people. you're talking about. The slaves did not care. People. The slaves did not feel dehumanized by How being you called the slaves because you can't speak for the slaves. Yes, I can better than you can because I have some sense. You know you're going to be a slave one day, right? And you were you were looking forward to that. The slaves did I am not were not consi- the slaves were not considered three fifths human. Do you consider us fully human? No. See, I gotta be honest. you are the no. one. You are the one guilty of what you're honest. accusing our founding fathers, to whom you should be very grateful, for.
for America. And, but because well, you're you know, blind, us, you do not. Over us. You are the God. you are the racist. You are God a racist. Told us he would, <laughs> God told us that he that you guys would be over. You don't us. know God, but you know everything. You don't know God. Right you see it flipping, don't you, Hank? You do not know God. Do you see the power structure flipping? Do you see it flipping towards Satan and women and no, radical I, LGBTIQ? I, do you see it flipping towards those things? That's what's that's what's going to be. Do the you see it flipping of towards America. those things? That's yes, but that's going to be the destruction of. And America. you're pretending that that's God. You you pretend that's godly. No, listen, Christ is going to. You're pretending it back that up. that's godly. That's when we're being. Hold on, hold on, John. You're pretending it's that's godly. That's going to be back in power. You're pretending it's godly that women and LGBTIQ no, people you didn't and, hear me say that. and dumb you did not hear liberal me say blacks that. are falling for this you stuff. You did not hear me say that. You, no, you celebrate the destruction of white people. No, I'm going yes, to you do. I'm going to you celebrate, celebrate the, the destruction, destruction of, of white people. America I'm going to celebrate the destruction of America. That's because you're evil. Because the Bible even Christ warns the Bible even warns John not to celebrate in the uh, in the uh, uh, downfall. I don't know what you're talking about. The Bible says not to celebrate in the downfall of others. Who is he talking to? To you, but you don't listen. Is, is, is he talking to you? Because the Bible ain't written for you. But like I said, once America is destroyed, Christ man, you are so up. blind and dense. That's true. You man. can't. You cannot even. You cannot even respond to the points that I'm telling you. This is why I hang up on you what, people. What was the point? What was the point? I mean, you always hang up on people that disagree with you. I'm about to hang up on you. Well, go ahead. Let me tell you the point. I, Let me tell you the point. The Bible says. Beta? I put him on hold. The Bible says. Do not celebrate the destruction of other people. Something along those lines. But you're celebrating the destruction of America and white people. So, John, respond to that. The Bible says don't celebrate the destruction of, of other people. But you're celebrating it. That's because you reap what you sow. No, you're celebrating it, though. It, doesn't, it says you, you don't celebrate you it. You man. You're Everything celebrating. comes around 360. What goes around comes around. First of all, that's not even reality, what happened. And it's second of all, reality. second of all, you're celebrating it, and you're dodging that point because you're a dishonest person. You're a hey, woman. Why should we, hey, hey, why should we celebrate you're a woman. what you do on this show every day? Why should we celebrate that? You tried to get callers to... I said you're celebrating the destruction of other people. Man. John, you're dodging the question because you're not an honest person. You're celebrating no, you're the destruction of other people. Of our enemies, though. No, it doesn't matter. The Bible doesn't say, oh, you can celebrate the destruction of your enemies. Well, God's going to destroy and first, you. And mean, second of all, you don't even know that, this, that, that white Americans are the best friends of you. What? Yep. But you think no, that your man, friends are your enemies, and you think your enemies are your friends. That's why you think that's you're a black true. Hebrew Israelite. You're blind. You're a white person. Are you our best friend? You're a white yes. person. Yes. Yes. It's not true. Yes, it is. You because I told you the you truth, did. not to celebrate in the destruction of other people, because you reap what you sow, and you're but sowing you evil and hatred. You can't use. The Are Bible you not sowing evil and hatred? No. You're lying. You're blind. No, you're lying. No, you're blind. What? We're, we're, we're going to destroy you, hate. Okay. That's what our purpose All right. is now. Stay blind, buddy. Flipping. Stay blind. The head becomes the tail. The tail is going to become the head. Everything's flipping, and you're 
And and yeah, like, Satan's ruling, and you're celebrating. Satan is you're ruling. Satan is ruling, right? and you're celebrating. Goodbye. Jesse is right about education, especially in us blacks, says Lin Yen Chin. With a Trovo colorful chat. It only furthers our disorientation unless we have sufficient wisdom to overcome emotions and imagination. The first black caller is proof, or prof, <laughs> hiding behind phrasing without the sense of meaning. It's not in the Bible. Oh yeah, about the silent prayer. Asmador wanted me to ask the caller, why, if blacks can feed and house themselves, are 54.6% of African-American households receiving welfare? According to a report in Amrin, who is who's on it and who is not? Wow, it's a good question. Allegedly, they can they can feed and house themselves. <laughs> what a shame! Happy birthday, says Shaggy Boy with the Trovo super cap. Thank you. And Lin Yun Chin repeating my explanation from the JLP show. Nicholas Gonzalez uses the word right. Like our prime minister, over in Canada, I guess, uses, um, or California airheads use, like, in the 1980s. Used, like, in the 1980s. It's just a brain mistake (laughs) of emotional emphasis used to uh, simultaneously link chains of thought as if they are articulate, as if they articulate their intent. Thank you, man. And I will read more of your super chats in Streamlabs, but I but first, Nick says exactly. <laughs> you followed that? I wasn't paying close attention, but I I kind of got caught the gist of it. Thank you, Lin Yenchen. Always deep. Here is one more song of a few left from 238. Oh, this song is actually really great. I love it anyway. That Sad and Holy Glow from 238 from the album to, from 2002 called You Should Be Living. I think some of you guys will really enjoy this track. Enjoy, and I'll be back in a couple of minutes, few minutes, for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight.
And 20-somethings write songs, says Emperor of Cats. Wow, I can rock with this hake, says Lord Grimm. Nice, thank you. Somebody says, I don't want to be sla- a slave, I just want to be free, yet we treated the blacks great when they were enslaved? Asks Cindy Sands. Yeah, compared to other slave owners, I think, we're, I think we were quite stellar in how we treated our slaves on the whole. We didn't castrate them, generally, that I know of. And we didn't do the, all that raping and mess that uh, others are reputed for, to do. Take Care Business Bear says, you know this band is white. They wrote the l- album lyrics in cursive. What is with these music videos, asks Ain't No Way. <laughs> Sounds like a B-list 90s band. Yeah, I mean, I, the idea is just to share some nice old Christian music that I used to listen to back in my late teens, early 20s or so. This is a soundtrack of someone who argues with Hebrew Israelites all day. <laughs> I DM'd you, Hake, please reply, says Cubby Bear. I will try, I will try. Um, a few more Super Chats and then I will get um, back to stories and calls. Howdy, 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 gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report and said, for putting us through 90 pound wuss last week, which was my birthday (laughs) week, I celebrated my birthday by playing 90 pound wuss the following week. I think it would be a good idea to have Jeremiah and Dula on at the same time against the great Hake to test your endurance. (laughs) And he says, LOL. Or... Instead, put Donning Armor against Jeremiah one day. I don't know if Donning Armor would have any interest in talking with Jeremiah. I don't know, and I don't... (laughs) But thanks for the suggestion. I appreciate that. And thank you, too, for the generous support. Howdy. Over there on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. And shout out to LGD4033, as well as Justice S. Ethnic. And someone, and Lin Yen Shin, Brandon M, Lester Diamond, Dark Side of the Bear, what? Meave, Shaggy Boy, First Commandment. That's a nice commandment. Niceon Systems, Corbrocoy 99, Cheesehead 69, Fabriettes, 
appreciate all of the support over there on Trovo, even though I don't know how to, uh, I haven't figured out yet how to access that Trovo support, but I do appreciate it. I know it's there. I know it's there. We will get to more of your calls, guys, but first, enjoy the peace and quiet. No, listen to this. Climate scare story began with the far-left ideology, says a Greenpeace co-founder. And yes, we've heard that green is the new red, as in communist. Enemies of America, enemies of humanity, enemies of men. Patrick Moore talks about why he left Greenpeace and why the push for net zero emissions is an unattainable goal. Look at those hippies from back in the day. I'm showing you a picture of a screenshot of an Epic Times article. And it has a picture of, a, of Greenpeace from way back. Greenpeace being the environmentalists. Patrick Moore is in this picture. He's in the back. He's the second left. And so I guess that means he's the guy with the uh, fl- red and black flannel shirt. I guess. Second left, right? Uh, With other crew members for the first Greenpeace voyage from Vancouver to Alaska to protest the U.S. hydrogen bomb tests back in uh, September 1971. So this is a little report from the anti-communist outlet called the Epic Times. Even though they do fall for the fake racism thing. According to allegations put forth that I believe from our great former congressman from Iowa, Steve King, Steve King, when he was in the middle of his fake imaginary racism thing, the supposedly anti-communist Epic Times did not want to talk to him. That's what he says. Maybe we should reach out for the, to the Epic Times for comment on that allegation. Because, I don't know, I don't know, seems like a lot of these media companies can be pushed around when the imaginary communist buzzword of racism gets thrown around. But anyway, this is a report by Isaac Teo. Patrick Moore was only 24 when he co-founded Greenpeace in the 70s, early 70s. Became the driving force behind the environmental activist group's many influential campaigns to stop nuclear testing, as in the bomb testing. Nuclear power, nuclear energy, is quite clean, I hear. Especially when they maintain it and keep it clean, keep it it well-maintained, not like what they did with Fukushima and elsewhere. Those were mess-ups. Right? That's what I understand, anyway. Uh, Protect endangered whales and prevent toxic dumping. Began in 1971 with the first voyage to the Alaska, right? Greenpeace would go on to launch the Save the Whales campaign in 1975. And that was huge even when I was a kid. I was like six, seven, eight years old. And I saw the Save the Earth stuff. Save the Whales. And that was in the mid-80s. Mid to late 80s. Early 90s even. And there was one kid who had a Save the Earth t-shirt. And he got all mad when one of our friends mocked him. He's like, save the earth. And the, the angry environmentalist kid whose mother probably gave him that shirt, 
He's like, what? You might die. <laughs> wow, what a mess. People been brainwashed from childhood by women and female-minded liberals. Anyway, Greenpeace launched its Save the Whales campaign in 1975. 1976, a campaign to end the killing of baby seals for their fur. And later that decade, a campaign to end toxic dumping in rivers by factories in Europe. Wow. Those things don't sound all bad. As Greenpeace gained influence, though, Moore says he started seeing it get hijacked by what what he characterizes as people with political ideology from the left, which he characterizes correctly, right? It's like a no-brainer. None of us in the original group was there to make money. We were all volunteers, he said. The ultra-leftists took over my organization, he said, when they realized there was a lot of money and power, money and power to be had there. He said it was during the Save the Whales campaign, people started donating money to Greenpeace in large numbers. They set up a bank account and rented an office. And as soon as... Sue, as time went on in the late 70s, Greenpeace turned into a kind of business. Pretty soon it actually became a business where fundraising started to become more and more important. By the time Moore left in 1986, after being with the organization 15 years, fundraising had now become the most important priority. And they would go ahead with a campaign for which there was no scientific basis. He said he left Greenpeace due to philosophical and political reasons. He said, after having served as director, president, and international director. Wow. Greenpeace started out with a strong humanitarian orientation. Humanitarian organization. I mean, uh, orientation. Meaning, we are pro-human being. (laughs) You know, uh, Alex Jones says, I'm a human. Oops. This is what we look like. Well, this Greenpeace guy might agree with uh, Alex Jones on that. As well as a belief in saving the environment. Green is for the environment. Peace is for the people not to be killed by nuclear war, among other things, or pollution. Over time, peace was gradually dropped, he says. Greenpeace, along with the uh, rest of the environmental movement, drifted as a belief, drifted into a belief that... S- that sees human species as the enemy of nature, the enemy of the earth. That's what Moore said. And that's so true. That's why this climate change thing, they're, they're reflexively blaming it on, on, uh, Americ- on Americans, the most, some of the most decent people. And they're uh, calling, calling for fewer babies to be born. And uh, they're pro-LGBTIQ and all that madness. Everything evil, therefore. In the mid-80s, Moore, who has a Ph.D. in ecology, says he found himself the only director with a formal science education. Isn't that interesting? On the international board. And the only director disagreeing with what the rest would propose next. They all agreed the next campaign for Greenpeace should be to ban chlorine worldwide. They named chlorine as the devil's element, he said. Wow, did you guys know that? He points out, he pointed out to the board, he said, that chlorine is one of the building blocks of the earth, of utmost importance to public health. Chlorine added to drinking water, swimming pools, and spas has ended waterborne communicable diseases like cholera. Wow. He said chlorine is critical for medicine because 25% of medicines contain chlorine. Chlorine chemistry is essential to making some 85% of medicines. 
Greenpeace International proceeded to launch the campaign nonetheless. Reminds me of the LGBTIQ madness. Just defy common sense and reality. Hate reality. That's what you see with all these black radicals, the women. They hate reality. They call it racist or sexist. (laughs) Wow. Largely based on fundraising. So he quit. And he said he believes this is where scare stories of impending catastrophes and doom started. And these people make major money and have major power, so-called power and influence. It begins with the politicians and their bureaucrats funding the scientists who can be trusted to give them a good scare story so that they can up, come up with their fake solutions to feel important and uh, control the people. Control freaks. Carbon dioxide is important too, by the way, but they call that a bad thing. He says, when it comes to climate change, the continued narrative of carbon dioxide being a bad thing and destroying the world is contrary to what the scientific community has found, Moore says. He serves as director of the CO2 Coalition, established in 2015, to provide educational material on carbon dioxide. Don't trees turn carbon dioxide into oxygen? Something like that? That's what I heard. Photosynthesis, right? Moore says carbon dioxide is the basis of all life on Earth, contrary to what climate alarmists claim. Wow! It makes oceans less alkaline, thus making it suitable for life. On land, CO2 makes the greening of the Earth, plus it makes plants more efficient with water. Wow! April 2016, an article published in Nature, funded in part by NASA, found that CO2 fertilization has had significant impact on the greening of the planet. From a quarter to half of the Earth's vegetated lands has shown significant greening over the past 35 years, largely due to rising levels of atmospheric carbon dioxide, reads a post on NASA's site on the study. Studies have shown that increased concentrations of carbon dioxide increase photosynthesis. Hey, I just mentioned that word. Seventh grade science for the win. Shout out, Mr. Daniels. Mr. Daniels was one of my only male teachers when I was growing up. Wow. Studies have shown that spurs growth, plant growth. And now they're pushing for net zero carbon emissions by governments around the world. And he says that's purely a political slogan. Not surprising. Oh, in this house, we believe black lives matter. No human is illegal. Women's rights are human rights. Science is real. uh, Kindness is everything. (laughs) Something like that, right? Have you guys ever seen those signs that are posted in front of? That's basically the secularist, female-minded equivalent of, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. They believe uh, leftist fake values. I'm not sure how they could even reduce CO2 emissions if they didn't stop using fossil fuels virtually altogether. Question, he said, questioning how transportation, agriculture, mining, and forestry sectors could function without them. I believe this is an unattainable political goal for society. Political, meaning not, meaning not logical, not realistic, and uh, not even desirable. He said, I also believe it is a goal that will bring greater hardship then people have endured since great wars, since great disease epidemics of the past. And we had a 
a disease epidemic that wasn't that dangerous to most. <laughs> not even by a, not even by a long shot. <laughs> and uh, the clampdowns were were far worse. The cure worse than the solution, right? Scaremongering. Moore said there is a powerful convergence of interests among key elites in Western society pushing for environmental scare stories. It puts politicians in the media, and the media makes much money from the sensationalism, and then activists raise money. Talk about leeches. Leeches. Hollywood plays a big part as celebrities join to endorse the climate change narrative, as well as many so-called scientists. Nearly all the money is going to the scientists who are writing these things is public money. So it has all been approved, all has to be approved by politicians and bureaucrats working with them. Scientists who utter anything to the contrary get canceled. And that has happened even at the UN level. The IPCCC, something like that, International Panel on Climate Change Studies, something commission. They have, anytime there's dissent, it's silenced and censored. So it's not just on social media. He has a book called Fake Invisible Catastrophes and Threats of Doom. (laughs) Isn't that a title? Fake Invisible Catastrophes and Threats of Doom. Because you can't see... Most of us have not seen much negative effects from the China virus. Some of you guys have. Some of you guys have. Maybe Maybe an elderly or sickly person has died. Or a or somewhat unhealthy 40-something-year-old person is, has died, heart condition or something like that, comorbidities from the virus. But by far, the stuff that you see, the destruction that you see, is by the communist shutdowns. So they use these fake invisible catastrophes and threats of doom. That's the name of his book. <laughs> Talks about how hyped-up environmental catastrophes and threats create fear. There's so much propaganda and so many lies but the unified theory of scare stories is what I call these because they have something in common, all based on things that are invisible or so remote, meaning outside of your area of expertise, that the average citizen cannot observe, observe what these people are claiming that they see and cannot verify what these people are saying. That's why you say, oh, I believe in science. Science is what you can see and observe by, by either testing or ob- observation, right? But none of this is actual science. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, guys, I got to get to calls. Lines are full. Let me get to Louie in Idaho. How are you doing, Louie? Hey, what's up? Hey, good to hear from you. I just wanted to comment on your earlier comments with the uh, voting. Yeah. I I was so pissed off, man. I took my 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 now ex-wife, who is a Filipina or non-citizen, yep. and she voted for May or whatever it was. And I said, "You can't vote." I said, "You can't," and they allowed it. I told them flat out. Wow. I said, "Look, she's not a citizen. She can't vote. She's not, you know." And and, and she she's a citizen now. She fixed all that before she, you know, took everything from whatever. whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Dishonest things Filipinos. Like I know those. Happen. Wow. I said dishonest Filipinos. I know those people. <laughs> I know some no, of them. No, yeah, there's <laughs> communities all over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, Filipino, man. There's two communities here in Idaho, you know? Wow. 
You know, it's uh, it's like a mafia. You know, mafias don't exist. All right, right? Wink, <laughs> wink. Yeah. Wink, wink. Right. Man, I didn't know that you had married. So she's the one who had your children. Yeah, I have three boys, and I don't want to get any beyond that. You know no problem, no problem, man. You know my yeah, middle talked. one's a Marine. My yeah. middle one's a Marine. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you for the story. Yeah, there's there's a lot of horror stories like this. Abusive, manipulative. It goes on. You know what, James? My vote does not count. Yeah. All right? Bottom line. Right. My vote doesn't count. If they steal an election, that's it. I'm well, done. Well, it wasn't stolen. Yes, it was. Oh, come on. The whole coronavirus was invented. No, this is, did not happen. It did not happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. But we, anyway, we man. Yeah, we great points. It's good to hear from you, Louis. I appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you. I'm a friend to the show. Thank you. Take care. Good guy, if any guy is good. <laughs> There's nothing worse than a dishonest Filipino, says Skip McBurney. <laughs> yeah, I grew up, I, when I was in seventh grade, I knew this Filipino guy. He was a Jehovah's Witness, and I argued with him a lot. We argued quite a bit. Let me get for, to Mark in Santa Monica, California. Been on hold forever. How are you doing, Mark? Good. Happy, white. History Month. I haven't heard you say that all morning. Wow. July. Happy White It'll History Month. I almost said it to John in Kentucky. Thank you, sir. Um, one of the things I called about yesterday, there's an idiot by the name of Mark George Mullen. He's a representative Republican, I'm ashamed to say, from Oklahoma. And this uh, jerk shook hands with the murderer of Ashley Babbitt and told him he did a good job. And so if any of your listeners are interested, his name is Mark George Mullen, M-U-L-L-I-N, and he's a Republican from Oklahoma. He's a fat slob with a beard and a total scum. Wow. So, I, yeah, I just wanted to, your listeners to know who, who the devil out there is, one of the many that, in Congress. You said Mark, um, you said Mark George Mullen, but I think it might is it could it be Mark Wayne Mullen? Yeah, it's it could be. I, I thought it was Mark George. Maybe you're right. I think I it's and I think it. it's all one word. Mark Wayne Mark Wayne Mullen. That that sounds right. I I must have gotten the second name wrong. But he's no problem. Uh, if you just call the Congress switchboard and ask for Congressman Mullen of Oklahoma, they'll put you through to him. He's a scumbag. But um, the other reason I called, and I, I'm a little unclear about where you and Jesse Lee stand on Martin Luther King. Bad guy, beta guy, or good guy? What's your feeling on this person? Don't know. Okay, well, let me give you a little bit of backup background. He was investigated in 1961 under the auspices of Robert Kennedy, the attorney general, who was an alt-right liberal. And uh, J. Edgar Hoover investigated this, this great man. And they find out so much on him, they won't release the classified document, uh, documented uh, investigative um, finds that they had on this man. That's why before Ronald Reagan gave uh, the Martin Luther King holiday, he mistakenly gave as a national holiday, he even said, we won't know the truth about this man 
till 2036 or whatever year it is that they're going to release the files on this man. They suspect so they still haven't released it. Are you s- not everything? No, not until about. I thought they released years. something just kind of recently. Well, they they've been getting uh, under our great President Trump. Yeah, a little bit of the truth about this man came out, but there's still a lot that hasn't been revealed. Okay, and and I think uh, part of it's going to show that he got money from Red China, not Red China. I'm sorry, from Russia and from Cuba. He could have gotten money from China. I haven't heard that. He had communists in his organization, right? And even some of the uh, some he of threw the some of them out. On him. He well, I don't know. I never heard that. But I know that uh, he um, turned on our soldiers in Vietnam and, and end up at the end of his life, the last year of his life, I think in 67, uh-huh. he turned on our, our people in Vietnam, our troops, and even some of the uh, less radical blacks, uh, you know, uh, criticized him for that. He cheated on his wife. Read the book, and the walls came tumbling down. And it's written by Ralph Abernathy, one of his lieutenants who in the book states that King was with two prostitutes the night of his assassination. So that's what, I, that's what I read from a street preacher. He posted that on Facebook, that he was a yeah, smoker, I, I, I got, a heavy smoker. Yes, I hope that... No, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, they said that he was a heavy smoker and s- stuff like that. I don't know, man. Yeah he, yeah, he was a bad guy. But one other thing that you said earlier about Margaret Thatcher, she wasn't any good. I, I mean, I'm old enough to remember her. She opened up uh, England to the third world, and all her oh, only wow. claim to f- oh yeah, her only claim to fame as being a so-called conservative was taking on the unions. Now I know that you're anti-union. I believe in the unions. I don't think it's a racial issue. Although many of the top union leaders are sold-out communists, right? There's no doubt about it. But that doesn't mean rank-and-file members support that poison. Most of uh, the but they uh, do by force. Support- well, the dues go to the leadership, and in turn, the leadership donates to commies. Right. Agreed. Yeah. But the Supreme Court ruled under, uh, under Trump that you don't have to pay your dues. Now, I don't think that's fair in a way, because you're getting the same benefits as the due payers. But that's a different issue. I think that the rank and file union members are good people. The leadership has been perverted and corrupted into uh, being left-wingers. You know, if, they're, they're, if, they're bad. If the, lead, if the rank and file are good, how did the leadership get bad? Um, political correctness, and I didn't say all rank and file were good conservatives, but a good number, if not the majority, I are. believe that. I believe that, uh, yeah. that, that there's a lot of half, I'll, I'll, call it, I'll call them half-decent. I think Americans, there's a lot of half-decent conservative Americans. But I don't know that if we were truly good or standing on what's right, that our American so-called leadership would be so corrupt. Same thing with the unions. Um, same thing with the, these cities that are run by evil people. I think evil well, people you know, let evil people take power. Well, you know, back some years ago, the unions, even the, even the unions that by today's standards are liberal, opposed illegal immigration I know. because they saw they saw that as a threat to the American worker. But that is Cesar changed. Chavez, too. <laughs> he called them wetbacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they are. But uh, right. the, le- the leadership of our unions have turned on that question. 
And in order to get more members, they, they want amnesty. So they're corrupt. They're evil. Yeah. But um, I think I, we've talked about this before. The Teamsters were less liberal and actually somewhat conservative. So you do have some conservative unions. For example, the, the Pipefitters Union that lost all their jobs on the uh, pipeline yeah. that Biden shut down. Now, those are good union people. They mostly voted for Trump. Right. But the teachers' union are of Satan. The teachers' union oh, are yeah. of the devil. Yep. I mean, they're no good. They're totally rotten. They're the ones indoctrinating our children. They're left-wingers. I have no pity for them. I advise that all young parents put their kids in homeschooling or you know homeschool your kids because they're going to get brainwashed. I re- I'm, uh, I worked at a school district, and I saw the liberal bias in every facet of uh, our schooling today. And it's worse than it ever was. When I was in high school, it was bad. I, w- I went to school in the 60s and 70s, and it was bad, but nothing like today. I mean, nothing like today. It's, it's totally outrageous today, the cr- uh, critical race theory, which is poison. Right. But, you know, the thing that really scares me is that we have an FBI director that's that ought to be in jail, Christopher Ray. Yeah. You've got um, Smiley Miley, Millie, the creep uh, head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who might as well just come out and say, I'm a communist. Yeah, he's I ridiculous. Mean, he might as well just say that. Yeah. He yeah. claimed he's and not, but I the, think he's lying. Oh, he's evil on every level. Mark and Millie, the reason that, a joke of a person. My, Fat, right, too. And the reason, yes, the, the reason that you have a woke Pentagon is because we've had Clinton, Obama, and Bush filling those positions with extreme left people. And that's why we have a real uh, problem in this country. Good point. We've got, yes, and all these uh, people are against Trump and against his voters, and that's why they're replacing us with the third world. Basically, what the U.S. Army is doing right now is a human smuggling campaign. Yeah. They're picking these criminals up at the border and they're flying them to other parts of the U.S. Terrible. so they can replace us. Yeah. So they can replace us. When those guys... I gotta go, Mark. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Take care. Thank you, sir. God Thank bless you. you. God you bless too. you. Bye. All right. He's he's right about this uh, GOP lawmaker that he mentioned from Oklahoma. This is a Daily Beast headline, which is they're enemies of America. Evil. I think they had... They had a, the daughter of, what's her name? Hillary Clinton. Chelsea Clinton on their board at one point. Officer who killed Ashley Babbitt, the Air Force veteran in the Capitol, mostly peaceful protest, didn't have a choice, says the, this GOP lawmaker. It's a report from way back in January. Like this guy knew what was going on. This is way back January 7th. The, ne- the very next day he's saying that. The U.S. Capitol Police officer who killed Air Force veteran when the, the mob stormed the beacon of democracy on Wednesday. <laughs> who wrote this? Danica Fears. Okay. A woman. Um, didn't have a choice at the time, claimed a lawmaker who supposedly witnessed the shooting on said Thursday. I wonder. They were trying to come through the front door, which is where I was in the chamber. And the back, they were trying to come through the speaker's lobby. And that's problematic when you're trying to defend two fronts, said Representative Mark Wayne, all one word, Mark Wayne, Mullen, Republican of Oklahoma. And he went on none other than Good Morning America 
Good Morning America is a far-left enemy of America outlet put out by ABC News, which Good Morning America featured that 11-year-old transgender, or not trans, cross-dresser? Desmond is amazing, who did like a strip dance on national TV, morning TV, network TV. When they broke the glass in the back, the police lieutenant that was there, him and I, it's he and I, already had multiple conversations prior to this, and he didn't have a choice at that time. The mob was going to come through that door. There was a lot of members and staff that were in danger at that time. Those people were all unarmed, mostly. Maybe all. What type of danger? And when he drew his weapon, that des- that's a decision that's very hard for anyone to make. And once you draw your weapon like that, you have to defend yourself with deadly force. No, you don't. The officer reportedly shot and killed Ashley Babbitt, a San Diego resident who supported the pro-Trump QAnon conspiracy theory. The uh, far-left enemies of America dishonest outlet Daily Beast claims. I don't know if that's true. Mullen said authorities ultimately showed a lot of restraint and did the best they could amid the chaos. Which is also a lie. Because authorities could have been much better prepped had they done what the men wanted. What Trump wanted. Which was 10,000 National Guardsmen. But nervous Nancy Pelosi and the evil Muriel Bowser, who put Black Lives Matter hate symbol on the street of D.C., she's the mayor, said, no, stand down. No need. Let's let the chaos happen. Sick people, huh? Terrible. Salute. Um, That means health in Spanish, by the way, people. It's short for Gesundheit, which means bless you, I think, in German. Man, let me get to Chuck in Detroit. If you want to, you guys want to hear Chuck? (laughs) Chuck in Detroit, how you doing? Man, if it wasn't for me, man, your ratings already ain't high. But if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't be, you wouldn't get the two ratings. (laughs) <laughs> Bye, Chuck. <laughs> what a mess. He thinks he's so special. Lord. 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 Let me get to Robert in Kansas. It's been on hold forever. Robert, how are you doing? Dang, Hank. You just got to me, bro? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, if you don't want me to call in, man, you just let me know, okay? You are a uh, snake, that's for sure. Okay, okay hey. Well, you you don't I know just, that you're a snake? You play um, so innocent. I'm, I'm a man of God, Hank. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But you don't that's know you're I a am. snake. I'm, no, I'm not a snake, Hank. Yeah, I, you are I, a snake. You, you are a no, total snake. You. Did you or did you not... Accuse JLP, since I finally have something specific that you said that's not that dirty. Did you or did you not call JLP controlled opposition? Uh, yeah, I did, Hake. See? But it's Snake. Not that he, it, it doesn't mean that he knows that he is. Doesn't matter. You're a snake. I'm not, I'm not trying to attribute You don't know that you're a controlled opposition. Well, Hake, I'm I'm a I'm your brother, and I love you, and uh, I just want you to know the truth, man. But you don't know that you are controlled opposition. 
Well, I'm as controlled as I am, Hank. You know, I was controlled by Satan for a long time. So you don't think right you're still controlled that. by Satan? Um, I know that I was, Hank. You know, I thought the earth was a globe, and I believed all the lies I was taught in school. So believing the earth is a globe is, is your primary evidence that you, be- that you were controlled by Satan? Uh, yeah, Hank, if you believe in Man, evolution, talk about shallow. Earth, if you believe in the things that you're taught by the system, then yes, you are a How Satan. shallow. That's, that's After all this shallow, time Hank. listening. Well, you know, most people are still shallow, even after listening okay, for so well, long. Enough about me, right? Like as bad as the person but the first, I am. But the hey, first just, thing that you think of in terms of, of being <laughs> controlled by Satan is that you thought the world was round. I don't think God cares. The, the primary lie of the, the globalist is that the earth is a sphere and that there is no heaven, there is no God. So that's the, uh, the primary point that they're trying to demonstrate to you in the matrix is that there is no God. What's so the primary lie you, from Satan? It's that, there, that you are on a spinning ball and that you come from a monkey and that there is no God. That's the primary lie from No, Satan. man, those are not the primary lies. <clears throat> yeah, it's denial, it's denial of God, Hey, that's what, what it did, is. What did, Satan, what did Satan tell Eve? Uh, Satan had sex with Eve. Hake, that's what what he did, did Satan he, tell Eve? Uh, he told Eve that you can be like God and See? you can eat the fruit and know. See? Knowledge. Yeah, knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah, no, yeah, our, our people perish you think, from lack of knowledge. No, but you, so did, is that what Satan told Eve too? Well, I don't know what Satan told Eve, Haig. <laughs> I just know that's written in the Bible that our people do not know the truth, and that's why we perish, is because we do not I know, know the truth. I know, and you think that you know the truth. Well, I think that we are being lied to by the people who control us. It's so, so, it's so that shallow that you think that the primary lie is that we're, that we're on a spinning ball, when the primary lie is that you, that you can be God, you can be like God with your knowledge. Well, hey, let's talk about your shirt. Hey, you, you have a great yeah, shirt. Yeah, I have on. a great shirt. Facts versus truth. I hope everyone goes out and gets that shirt because that's a great shirt, Hey, If you can hear my voice, I hope you go out and buy that shirt. I have another shirt. Really... I have another shirt that says, Knowledge is poison. And you've had a well, ton of it. Well, yeah, Hank, I went to college in America. I've had a ton. Of, and you're still of addicted to this knowledge mess. So badly that you're gonna that you're gonna go in the chat and smear JLP and then call in my show and then tell you me tell me that you love me. Listen, Hank, I love JLP and I love you, and he has blind spots bigger than Dallas, bro. Like he cannot see the Zionists that control our country, and you cannot and so, see Satan controlling you. Yeah, well, Hank, I'm I'm sure he has, but let's let's talk about some what? other stuff, Hank. He's, you said you never saw Braveheart, right? You said that it, that if I don't want you calling my show, I can just tell you. Well, you can tell me, Hank, and I respect your show. I love you guys, and I want you to continue on. And if you because don't want you, me involved, you seem just are are you autistic or something? You seem like have no shame, and you just gloss right over the stuff that I tell you. Hey, I'm listening to every word, bro. I, I listen to you every day, so I'm not I'm not uh, glossing over anything. I just uh, well, then take a. To... I let's do this. Take a break from calling me then, because you break. should 
Yeah, take a break from calling. Okay. You're hey, on I hiatus will. now. All right, man. Well, that's that's up to you. I just, yeah. uh, I, I, uh, I wanted to Happy White about, History Month, though. Yeah, Happy White History Month. Hey, you know, we built the, we built the modern world, so. I don't yeah, know if we uh, did. Thanks. I don't know if we did, but our, but our ancestors did. We are not that great at this time. We gotta, we gotta become great once again. Robert, hey, I appreciate well, hey, you, man. Have a good well, one. Can I ask you some? Can I ask you some questions? Please? I gotta go. All right, man. Take care. What a mess. I'm dropping calls. Hake is in quite a mood today. <laughs> Just telling these snakes off. This boy about the Matrix, a.k.a. spiraling imagination that lacks the balance of wisdom. Amusing caller, but that isn't your brother, for he isn't a man but a mere intellectual, says Lin Yen Chin. That's what Lin Yen Chin says about... Uh, Robert from Kansas. And Asmador says, this caller is either a purposeful disinformation agent tying Flat Earth to anti-Zionism to discredit anti-Zionism, or he has a, a, he is a low-level midwit who is just dumb enough to think he's smarter than everyone else, <laughs> says Asmador. Interesting. Interesting input, guys. Hey, you need to chill on that topic a bit. Which topic, man, godson? But thank you, guys. You want to hear more, uh, you want to hear more <laughs> insane callers? What is it with insane callers attracted to my show like flies to light? Doula in Detroit, Michigan. Except for Lord Grimm, he's sane. But, uh, man, I had, I even had Bagel Queen on. <laughs> and Bagel Queen, I love you, but you're kind of insane, too. <laughs> you really are. Dula in Detroit, Michigan, how are you doing? I'm chilling. What's going on with you? Nothing. I just called back. Hey, uh, I called back today because you told me to call back. You said you was going to show me where that, uh, with that silent prayer was in scripture. I got my my book right here. I just wanted to see it in scripture. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't hear my call with Jeremiah? Uh, yeah, but that's not telling me where it is. That's just saying that he quoted, that uh, Jesse quoted a couple of things out of the scripture. That's not telling me that... More than a couple. The silent prayer is, the silent prayer is in the scripture. Have that's you ever listened to the silent me. prayer? Yes. I listened to the video and, and uh, I would and like. Did you recognize the biblical? Right did you recognize the biblical points in it? Uh, I heard a couple of things they were saying. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. I didn't see no biblical points. That's why I'm asking you. I'm. I'm That's asking because you you're right blind. Now. You're blind. I'm pretty sure you. Uh, you do it, don't you? You do the silent prayer, right? You're blind. I'm saying, do you do the silent prayer? Because I know there's a couple of y'all staff that don't. What do you know? What do you, don't well, you don't know us. No, I heard it the other day when he, when uh, somebody asked a couple, one of them said that, no, they don't do it. But that don't matter, though. I just wanted to see it in Scripture. You don't got to try to divert the conversation by, you know, trying you want, to... You need chapter move. and verse, or you, or you can you yeah, recognize I biblical... Just see it. 
Can you recognize biblical principles? Can you recognize? Show me where it's at. I'm not going to do that. I know about prayer in Matthew six. I know about prayer. I'm not going to do that for you. I'm going to tell you the the biblical principles, or else you're going to have to suffer. (laughs) Okay, well, tell me the biblical prayer. I'll never suffer. Yeah. Oh, you're suffering. Biblical principles. I'm suffering. Yes. I'm suffering because I don't do the silent prayer. Among other things. <laughs> you believe lies. Which one? Which which of the lies? Where do I start? You think you're a black Hebrew Israelite for one. I think I'm and a you, black and Hebrew you think, Israelite. And you think, did you hear, oh, I've been who, one, who I wanted to talk to you. Who are the Israelites today? Oh, the, yeah. The Ashkenazis. The Ashkenazis are more Israelite than you. <laughs> But if you go to Genesis Dula, 10, Dula, Ashkenaz Dula. is the son of Japheth. Ashkenaz is the son of Japheth, so how can he be a sin? How can he have anything to do with Jacob? That's not important. He's the son of Japheth. That's not important. No, you're, that's you're shallow. super important. You're that's shallow. super important because they call themselves Ashkenaz, and Ashkenaz is the son of Japheth. I was in, playing around. Genesis Dula. I'm I'm no, truly no, not no, interested. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes, a serious yes, yes. statement. I'm going to put you on do, hold do, if you don't do, shut up. I'm going to put you on hold if you don't shut up. Dula. We can hang Dula. up. Okay, we can hang up. Can. All right. <laughs> but I will repeat uh, the biblical, some of the biblical basis for this silent prayer. Because it's, I mean, stuff that he preaches, it's like all bibl- biblically based. Or it's not necessarily even biblically based. It's just that it agrees with stuff that's in the Bible. Be still and know that's in the Bible. Take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. That's in the Bible. He can recognize neither biblical principles nor historical truths, or he would not worship his melanin. Oh, yeah, I was trying to get to his melanin thing. Because, uh, by the way, pray without ceasing, that's in the Bible. Because uh, Lord Grimm had an excellent, I mean, it was just deep. It was simple. It was obvious. And it was to the heart of what Dula's issue is. He worships the flesh. That's what I wanted to get to, but he did not want to, he did not want to shut up. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. That's in the Bible. But these black Hebrew Israelites, they're quick to speak, slow to listen, and quick to become angry. That's against the Bible. The Bible that they think that they worship. God's word. God's law. And Lord Grimm showed you love, Dula. He said you worship the flesh. And that is so true. Oh my gosh. Terrible. Lin Yen Shin says, tell the blacks that the principles in the silent prayer are founded where Christ commands the rain and the winds to be still as he taught his disciples the power of faith, also known as be still and know. It's replete. It's replete with wisdom that is also found in the Bible. No, I do not want Dula back. Oh, Dula. If Dula wants to hear, I, I would like to hear what Dula thinks Lord Grimm, uh, of what Lord Grimm said about him. 
I hung up on him because he's like, we can hang up right now. So, uh, I'll let you say one thing. Your response, Dula, your, Dula's on hold. I'll let you say one thing, your response to Lord Grimm saying that you worship the flesh and the flesh is going to pass away. Okay, Dula, you're on. Respond to Lord Grimm saying you worship the flesh and the flesh will pass away. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. No, he just said he'd like to hear what I got to say about it. Did you hear? You can put it. Dula. Did you yeah, hear? you can put it. Dula. Yeah, you Listen to what I'm saying. Dula. Man. Why are you cutting me off? He <laughs> said he wanted to talk to me. Oh, this, this, uh, this Hank. Hank. <laughs> oh, okay, he thought he was okay, still man. talking to Nick. Y'all sound alike. Shoot, you now, all you sound alike. Lord... You Lord all Grimm. sound alike. <laughs> that's racist. That's, you all that's sound alike. No, I was somebody, you and him. I know. All y'all, all white people, so-called white people don't sound alike. Well, all black Hebrew Israelites, alike. except for except for the tribe of Judah, Art from Ohio. Shout out to Art from Ohio. All you guys sound alike, too. <laughs> no, I'm playing. So uh, respond to what Lord Grimm said about you. You worship the flesh, and uh, and the flesh is going to turn to dust. Oh, no, and so I never, your God, uh, your God is turning to dust. I don't, uh, I don't worship the flesh, though. He wrong. Yes, you what, do. What makes him think I worship the flesh? You said melanin is God. I never, I would never say that in my life. What are you talking about? You I worship melanin. melanin. Come is a special gift from God because it protects you from the sun. I said, I don't, I would How never sh- worship, I would never worship uh, melanin, Hank. I love it to death. Then I how come when I asked you if, me, if melanin is God, you told me yes? Me. No, I never would. I wouldn't say that. I'm, I'm too scriptural. No, I would not. never say melanin is God. Now I know you said that you I, said I, that we I, are that God hates me because I don't have melanin. <laughs> yeah, I could prove that in the Bible. No, I say he hates you, but I say he didn't give you melanin because he hates you. You don't make I any sense. I can put it in the Bible that he hates you. But anyway, you do worship. You do worship the flesh. I I got old and he new has your number. That he hates the so-called white man. He, you're getting away. You're getting why. away from. You're getting away from Lord Grimm's point. No, he said I worship the flesh. You I do. don't worship the flesh. Yes, you do. I love that he gave me melanin. He probably See? didn't give Lord Grimm melanin. Who Who's the guy that called in was saying? All right, goodbye. What an empty caller. Blind, empty. And he did say something to that effect. It was like three, three days ago or something. So now he's like, uh, Hake hates watermelon. That's true. <laughs> I do. Ah, anyway. Man, that was brutal. Melanin is a special gift. <laughs> okay, so here's the China virus information. Real quick point about the China virus. The China slash communist virus, and I don't call it Chinese communist virus. I'm referring to the communists here in America who are for destroying businesses and people and trying to control their lives. That's the communist aspect of this virus. It's a response. It's a communist response to the to the Chinese virus. So, uh, prior infections, I wonder, 
whether there is nothing like the real thing. You know, with these the, the vaccines and stuff. Professor of Harvard Medical School, Martin Martin Koldorf, K U L L D O R F F. On Twitter, he he stated, "Recovered COVID patients displayed increased immunity against common human coronaviruses, meaning other flus and colds, because the cold, even the common cold, some of those common colds are coronaviruses, as well as SARS-CoV-1, which is the original SARS. Remember SARS from 2003 when the about 800 Chinese people died and a few others or a few dozen others are from around the world? Those who survived the China, this current China virus are likely to possess protective immunity even against even against the variants, the SARS-CoV-2, as what's-his-name called it. Uh, What's-his-name? And he shares an article from Emory News Center. COVID-19 survivors may possess wide-ranging resistance to the disease. We saw that antibody responses were not only durable in the vast majority of patients, but decayed at a slower rate than previously estimated which suggests that patients are generally longer-lived, generating longer-lived plasma cells that can neutralize the spike protein of the Chinese virus. Isn't that interesting? And yet, and yet, they blindly want to give shots to people who've already had it. Just take the vaccine, says Seven Sons. Yes, I do endorse that. (laughs) But it's your body. It's your body. (laughs) I endorse that for the purposes of YouTube. Uh, The excess melanin in blacks inhibits their ability to uptake vitamin D, which causes excess depression and mental illness as well as lowered immunity. Some gift. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a, there's pluses and minuses to everyone. You know, I have less than a minute left, but real quick, let me get to Ryan in Indiana. Says he used to be Jehovah's Witness. Ryan, what's up? 30 what's seconds. What's up, man? Hey. Okay. Yeah, I was a Jehovah's Witness for eight years, man. Um, God, what a racket that thing is. When I finally got smart enough to realize what it is, all the money that they wanted us to give them and stuff, all it is, it's going towards settling lawsuits. Did you convert for a woman or something in your adulthood? What's that? Did you convert for, like, a woman or something when you were an adult? Yeah, yeah total, back when I was beta. But, yeah, they, <laughs> all they're, taking all that, they're taking all that money, and, of course, they make their Watchtower and Awake magazines, but yeah. most of it is going to settling lawsuits so they never reach the light of day. You have to dig through them because a lot of the elders and people involved are, you know, child rapists and stuff like that, and that's where they hang out. I had not, heard, I had not heard that about the Jehovah's Witness Church. Oh, well, thank you, man. no. Yeah. I, I got to run. We're over time. But thanks right, for the buddy. input, Ryan. You can call me again. Yep. Take care. All right, buddy. Happy White History Month. This is the last song for today, I hope. Uh, Step Into the Light by 238 from the album You Should Be Living. Enjoy. I think it's supposed to be Christian. Some of it may not sound very Christian, but uh, that's the idea. Take care, guys.
Into the. 